Hey, I'm Matthew. And I'm Colleen. And we have four kids, and they're supposed to be in bed sleeping by now. We are exhausted, so we thought, why not do a podcast where people can listen to our end-of-the-day conversations with each other? You'll laugh, you'll cry, maybe you'll learn something. No, who are we kidding? We're just a couple of exhausted, mostly crazy, very happily married Christians. Are you ready, Colleen? I was born ready. My middle name is ready. Well, my middle name is Chimichanga. I must be hungry. <laughs> you're gonna sneeze? Oh, so you're sneezing? No, I, it was scared. It was scared. It was scared to be on on a podcast, so it went away. <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry, everybody. I'm all right. <laughs> I was gonna start with the joke, and then you look like you were in pain. I was trying not to sneeze. Um, start with a joke. There's an army guy, uh, a marine, mm-hmm. and an air force airman, and they're all in a in a training for for mm-hmm. uh, going to an austere environment. Okay. They're about to go somewhere. College word. And yeah, um, and the trainer says to to them, uh, "You're in your tent, mm-hmm. um, you know." And uh, there's a scorpion in the tent. Oh, yuck. What do you, what do you do? And he's testing them. He wants to see right. if they answer correctly. And, and the army soldier says, well, I'd crush him with my boot. Yeah, he would. And I'd throw him out. <laughs> and uh, so he turns to the Marine and says, Marine, what would you do? He says, I'd mm-hmm. crush him with my boot, but then I'd eat, I'd eat him. <laughs> I'd eat him and I'd eat the stinger and everything. <laughs> I'd just eat him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And so the trainer thinks, well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So he turns to the Air Force guy and says, what would you do <laughs> when you found a scorpion in, in your tent? And he <laughs> says, well, I would I would call room service and ask, why is there a tent in my hotel room? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so that's your joke for the night. <laughs> <laughs> my dad, who happens to be retired Air Force, loves that joke. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's for him mm-hmm. tonight is the... Uh, Targeting, targeting, targeting of the, the Air, Air Force. Force. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love it. Yeah, so that's... We had a really good day, if we're going to... Yeah, so, you know, we're going into kind of come closing. I, I think I think the hardest that we work is on Sundays because of mm-hmm. hosting the house church, hosting the farm church, especially on the weeks that I teach the lessons. You know, there's a, uh, there's a lot that goes into... To, presenting a lesson and, and I am new to it um, sure. because, you know, we've only been doing this, this farm church for about a year and a half now. And um, we've been, you know, it's, it's, it's evolving into what it is. And, and currently I think I've mentioned that my dad and I are going back and forth on presenting mm-hmm. the lesson and, and dad is, is, is been doing this a long time, decades and decades. So he's much better at it than I am. Um, and I and I think he has a lot uh, greater material to present because of of everything he has presented. He has in a, the lot past. a lot of resources. A lot of resources, yeah. But and it's still... not to put down what he like. I'm sure he still works at what oh, he presents. Oh yeah, that's well, on one good Sundays. thing about you guys taking turns is that you both have now instead of one week to prepare lessons, you guys now have two weeks to prepare a lesson and try to make sure that it's um. In step with the needs of our, yeah, of the people who come, and 
what you're learning and studying. So that's been that's been nice, I think. Yeah, it has. It, and it's given me a little bit of a break because for a little while there, I had to figure out every week what we were doing, you know. And uh, so... Which was great for your studies. Sure. But it was... I know you put a lot of work oh, and a lot of part it. into... That's been the greatest thing is is being able to really uh, dive into uh, a a certain study and and dive into a scripture around a certain study. And so it's just been a real, real spiritually uplifting. Mm -hmm. This week, though, it was a little bit more challenging in a new way because, you know, we're we're preparing to maybe not have a job because I'm not going to get the vaccine. And um, and that's been on my mind right this week and it's not been that i have been worrying right it's that i have been working at thinking about what are we going to do yeah um and, and it's a strange feeling of walking up to the cliff and wondering when you jump off if there's going to be water right. below and there is that because god is is gonna is gonna pull us through you right. know but it it's was also a weird feeling too because you're about to lose a job that you do really really well and that you've worked really hard at yeah for no other reason other than you are not going to get a vaccine yeah, not, which I'm is very weird my you've never been fired from a job before mm-hmm. and then here we are going you're getting fired well, it's even it's stranger so too because my employer it doesn't agree with the vaccine mandates they don't like it they're on my side and so when i talked you know, to my boss, to, to the big boss, you know, he, he's yeah. not even my direct supervisor, but my direct, uh, my contracting boss, he was on my side and, and, uh, I just said, Hey, I, it's kind of strange to feel like y'all have to walk me out of here. Right. <laughs> you know, and he agrees with me. He, he just, you know, they're, they're just as upset about the government tyranny as, uh, as I am, you know, yeah. And people are making their own decisions, but but I'm not going to sacrifice my liberties uh, and hopefully other people's liberties. And, and hopefully I'm going to be an example uh, to others to, to fight against tyranny because uh, uh, the ones that are giving up their liberties are the ones that are not paying attention to history and what has happened in history. Right. Um, this is all a ruse. Uh, this whole thing about uh uh, a flu, you know, and, and for that you have a 99.8% chance of surviving uh, to, to have a vaccine that doesn't work. It's not a vaccine and, and one that it destroys your, your immune system. Uh, it, there's clearly nefarious reasons. And we won't have to go into that because I, I think that if, if newer listeners listen to this, they'll say, oh, they're just a bunch of conspiracy theorists. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. I'm, I'm starting to wear that as a badge of honor now. But what we really are is people that have studied history uh, intently and we know history and yeah. we know what godless people do when they come in and, and uh, force um, these kinds of things on, on the people. Um, but we also know the Bible um, and, and I'm not going to sacrifice uh, my soul for what I believe is a, a, an, a, an immense sin to inject ourselves with, uh, with an abortion tainted, um, fluid. So anyhow, uh, we, yes, it was a weird week because it's just been one of those where I've been constant, constantly trying to think, how am I going to provide for you guys? Right. You know, so, and we still might get the exemption, right? 
Yeah, but it, and I was expressing this to you too. It's 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 a strange feeling. Like, what if they even approve my exemption? Right. Um, how long is that going to last before the government gets fed up with those of us who did get exempted and mm-hmm. just say, no, the government's not going to allow anybody in a government building, right. even if you're approved. We're just gonna, not going to allow you to be inside right. without without um, being vaccinated. So, you know, it may not last that long. But the other thing, too, is because I've worked as a defense contractor for so long now, it's almost one of those things where if you're approved in your current job, what kind of sticks you in that job forever and you were expressing how that's great. You know, how yeah. you're very happy with where we're at and everything. And, and I've, I've just, you know, I'm, I'm always one. I'm a, mo- what did you call me? A mover? Yeah. You're goal oriented. You, you're a hard worker, but you also want to improve all the time. And sometimes when you do a job for a long period of time, you get good at it and it, you now take those skills and you do something even, I don't know, more yeah. with those skills. And and that's something that we've always kind of looked at, upward mobility, this term. But, you know, I think we find ourselves in this very weird spot where if you get to just stay in this job for forever, like, that would be amazing. I'm okay with that at this point. Yeah, it's one of those things where I, I don't know, I, just I've never felt good about staying in one place or being forced to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, God is, is blessing us if we're able to stay in the job a little bit longer yeah. uh, to provide. But we said it at House Church tonight, if God closes that door, then he is saying uh, something important to us. And we yeah. need to look at that as a future as a blessing, a current blessing, but we're, we're about to see future blessings from it. And I'm not saying that it has to be monetary or physical blessings, but it, it could be it could be spiritual blessings. It could mm-hmm. be spiritual strengthening. Uh, clearly, I think the Bible teaches that that's true, um, that we're going to grow through this because we have grown immensely in the past couple of years through this. But, um, but yeah, we're going to stick to our guns and we're going to we're going to do the right thing and stay t- stay strong, stay strong through this. Um. But yeah, so coming to today, we it, it got cold, right? It, did. it got a little Yay. bit colder. Time for boots. Yeah, so we got the portable, uh, what do you call it, fireplace, the outdoor fireplace mm-hmm. thing out. It Where you rolls can, like, around. Roast marshmallows and yeah, and we got that going. And so after after the last after the fellowship uh, living room fellowship today, we we got the some of the wood out mm-hmm. and collected sticks around the yard that are falling and made a big old fire and all That's the kids nice. got marshmallows and roasted marshmallows and we sat around it and it's just nice to be chilly again. I don't mm-hmm. you know. It's, I love the cold. Yeah. So, so that was fun, but it was, it was just a good blessing to fellowship with everybody that came tonight. And, um, yeah. So we're going to go into this week with, um, just new strength mm-hmm. from that. And that, cause that fellowship is always just, you know, recharge. Yeah. I feel tired right now, sure. but I think it's because I and feel you also like did the fence. Before oh, church. Yeah. So that was. So I spent like two or three hours getting ready for lesson this morning and, and then went out with the three boys and, and we started fencing, uh, not, not like, uh, with swords. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> no, but we, uh, we were, we put out about a hundred feet of fence. And, um, so we did that right before, until mm-hmm. right before, you know, church began and, Came inside and did that, and and so yeah, I I think I need a 
hot shower for the back yeah after this but um yeah so what's uh what i what i wanted you to be able to tell everybody what your thought was tonight uh, my lesson was basically on reminding everybody on who gets the credit for things you know uh, like when i when i work at my job mm-hmm. who gets the credit for the prosperity that comes and um and basically i'm, I'm really wrapping this up in a nutshell yeah. it's my lot i think it was my longest lesson i've done so far because it I was just, really good for 39 minutes i was you a brought long time. gideon into it and that was yeah, that's good too. Um, but it was just basically stating we have to remind ourselves that through the good and, and through what we would think is a bad, like if a door yeah. is shut, who's getting the credit for or that? Like and fighting who's getting, an who entire army with three hundred men, like mm-hmm. Gideon had to do. That right. seemed like a really big well, slam in the face. And 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 God did that because He said, "Lest Israel think that I'm saving, I, we saved ourselves by our own hand." Right. And so when we think that God is just glory hungry or power hungry, he, he is getting the, he is saying, I am getting the credit. But when he says that he's doing it for us, right? Cause he's reminding us to look at him. So you had a really good point. I want you to share that. Okay. So, um, oddly enough, probably the last three Sundays, you and your dad have been, um, teaching some lessons that have alluded to this and then, um, through my studies with the boys, uh, it just kind of keeps coming up. And uh, for kids' class, a uh, couple of weeks, we've just had such beautiful weather that um, I have decided not to do a uh, like a lesson lesson. And and they go out and they the kids all fellowship with one another. And I think that's time well spent. So today, after your lesson, I thought, oh my goodness. I just need to kind of um, uh, give this, it's just a little thought, but, and I'll share it here in a second. Um, And uh, so it mostly stems out of my studies in Samuel, first and second Samuel. I'm now in uh, second Samuel with one of the boys and then um, my readings in Deuteronomy, where it talks about make sure you teach your children uh, throughout the day about me and instruct them in the Lord and um, remind them of me. And and then, you know, they'll talk about how to do that. And then um, there are several kings and priests and judges uh, throughout Old Testament history that were amazing and, and really close to God, always sought after him. And highly praised, King Hezekiah, um, and then a couple of the prophets. Anyways, their sons, however, were terrible—just absolutely terrible—and Israel really suffered for it. So all of these things got me thinking about um, the way that we teach our children, and these godly men that have gone before us, uh, either. They dropped the ball and did not instruct their children, which I kind of think that that's unlikely. I I think that there would have been plenty of instruction, but maybe they forgot to remind them of all the good stuff, whether it happened during um, uh, times like we're experiencing right now, where it seems pretty bad, but we know that God is on the other side of it and parting the Red Sea and all these amazing things that God does in our daily lives. 
that we just silently thank God for, but forget to tell our children. And so I had asked the church to just kind of go around and tell a story of a time that they, how did I put it? They um, saw God's goodness and, and just tell a story about how that had happened in their life. And so we had some really nice stories of um, shared with the with the people here. One was um, later on, you know, kind of gets the ball rolling. But somebody shared that her father, she comes from um, a family of ten uh, siblings, or and um, they all went to college. And the way that her father provided for that is he somehow. Um, had a, uh, he bought a trailer park or something like that. She wasn't really sure. Um, and, and the rental money went to their college education and it was sacrificed because these people were, you know, constantly just leaving them and, um, really hard to manage. So his sacrifice for managing those people so that he could put all 10 kids through school, uh, was, was something that she had shared. And I thought that was really nice. Yeah, there was some really good sharing of, of stories that like went along with the lesson of, of um, what are stories in our lives that that God needs to get the credit for and that we can teach our children right here in this room uh, as we go. Exactly. And so it was really good. And even the kids shared some stories of, yeah. of God getting the credit for, for some things and, and or, or um, blessing them in, in a time where you wouldn't think of, of it being God unless you had... Uh, saw it th- through that lens, right? Uh, through a biblical lens, so it was really good. Yeah. Well, we are. We hope that you guys are getting a really good start to the week, um, and we're we're praying that we uh, can um, get our you know lift your spirits and have our spirits lifted. We hope that you'll write us. We hope that you'll contact us, ask questions, and and, and just a- as we all go through this together. Um, especially if you're on our <laughs> on our side of things, um, that we can help each other through this. And so, hey guys, have a great week and and we will we will see you Wednesday and then we'll see you Friday and then we'll just do it again <laughs> as long as the Lord provides, as long as the Lord allows us to continue doing this. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the Tired Christian Parents podcast. You can follow us on Gab at Tired Christian Parents, or you can email us at Parents at protonmail.com. We'll see you next time.